The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently, or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Oh, hello. Welcome to another episode of Speaking with Confidence. That would be Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson. Um, whether you are watching on the blog or in the Facebook group or whether you are listening on your favourite podcasting app, it's lovely to have you here. I hope you're having an awesome day. I hope you're well. And I hope that, you know, in listening to these episodes, which I'm guessing you've, you've listened to a few by now, that you are finding that your speaking confidence is improving. Now, before I jump into today's episode, something pretty cool happened recently. It actually happened a few weeks ago and I didn't notice it because I wasn't watching my podcast stats, but I clicked over 10,000 downloads. That's 10,000. Oh my goodness. So if you are a regular listener, if you're a new listener, if you are one of the people who has contributed to 10,000 downloads, thank you. Um, podcasting is one of the most interesting um, mediums for me, I have to admit. The lack of immediate feedback, the lack of knowing who's listening, why are they listening, what questions do they have, the lack of eye contact. <laughs> the lack of eye contact makes it a very interesting medium for an extrovert like me. But 10,000 downloads tells me that there must be some value and you must be enjoying it. So thank you. It's fabulous to continue to produce this for you. I would love to know, of course, what else would you like me to discuss on the podcast? So head over to the Facebook group of the same name, Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson. That's Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson on Facebook. And let me know, what would you like me to address in upcoming podcasts? I would really really like to know so I can make these podcast episodes as short and as sweet and as snackable as they are, as juicy and as delicious and as tasty as they can be. So today's episode, webinars, how to run an effective and engaging webinar. Similar to podcasts, it can be really easy in a webinar environment to just do a data dump. Um, it's very easy because you know, it's a it's an online environment. You can kind of suggest to people that they don't have their cameras on. And so you're just delivering information a little bit like I am in a podcast. However, a podcast is a very passive medium. Chances are you're listening while you're doing something else. You're cooking dinner, you're driving, you're commuting, perhaps you're exercising. I know some people who listen to podcasts while they're working. So you're doing something else when you're listening to a podcast. But when you're participating in a webinar, well, that's a different medium. Nine times out of 10, you are engaging at least two of your senses, your the vision as well as the auditory. And for the person running the webinar, it's a different 
it's a different outcome, right? So I just ran um, a week-long workshop series of webinars, the Speaking with Impact workshop series. And it occurred to me to have this discussion because there were quite a few tips and tricks that I've picked up over the years, both from participating in webinars as well as running my own, that really help a webinar be far more effective, far more engaging, far more interesting and far more impactful in terms of my outcomes, which was to generate interest and engagement across a new group or a new community in my universe. And I wanted to share those tips with you. So my first tip, my first tip is when you're delivering a webinar, get really clear on just one deliverable. What is the outcome for your participants of this webinar? What's the one thing they're going to walk away with? Now, if you're a regular listener, you will have heard me talk about before, you know, have no more than three key messages. That's not what I'm talking about here. What I mean is, what is the, what is the improved state? What is the chunk of information that your listener will get as a result of participating in your webinar? And then while you're designing your webinar content, keep it really simple. Webinars, while they're really effective because they can be delivered online, people don't have to commute, all those kind of things, people are often also multitasking. They're working. They're paying attention to something else in the office. Perhaps they're cooking or driving like you are right now with the podcast. So you can't you can't assume the same level of effectiveness in terms of information retention is the word I'm looking for. You can't assume the same level of information retention as you would if it was a face-to-face full-blown course workshop. My second tip then when you're actually running your webinar is ask people to turn on their, their cameras but you have their microphones turned off by default. So you want cameras on and then you control microphones by default. Now, the microphones are obvious. You don't want to be trying to compete with the background noise in everybody else's environments, whether it's kids, dogs, workplaces, train stations, whatever. So you just you, you set that up in your, in your webinar platform that you control the sound. But you want people's cameras on. Now, I can almost see some of you thinking, oh, no, but I don't want to see their faces. Actually, yeah, you do. Yes, you do. Because when you see your participants' faces, you remember that you're talking to real people, not just to a passive audience. And you can get a whole lot of visual cues. People nod, people shake their head, people put their hand up. It's so much more engaging to be talking with a group of people than it is an abstract concept of a person. Second thing then, sorry, third thing, is to ask questions and ask people to respond to those questions in the chat box, in the chat box. Now, the reason for this is it keeps people engaged. It actually forces them to come back to you and leave whatever other screen they were working on. It also gives you feedback as to whether or not your messages are landing. Now, you want to think about your questions in advance and plan them as part of your talking notes so you know when to interject them. And you want to throw these interaction opportunities into your content at relatively frequent intervals 
to keep the conversation going. But you don't want them to be complicated answers because with the lag that happens with a, I'm going to ask you a question and then you're, you're going to pop in an answer, you can't have the dead air while you wait for the answers. So by the time you see the answers in the chat box, you've probably already moved on, but you'll be able to glance at it and you'll be able to go, oh, yep, okay, and you'll be able to talk about some of them and you'll be able to acknowledge members of your audience and it just creates such a beautiful vibe. It just creates such a beautiful sense of a conversation rather than just a one-way information delivery. You also want to be asking questions that um, help to edify or validate the information that you're teaching. Um, so you just want to think, you just want to think about what, how those questions are. And then the final thing on the questions is you want to be really clear how you're going to ask those questions so it's clear quickly what kind of response you like. So for example, if I was doing it in this context, I'd say, Tell me about a time when you ran a webinar and it worked really well. End. It's a really tight statement and people go, oh, yeah, I know, and they type in the responses. Finally, my fourth tip for running really engaging and powerful webinars is then continue the conversation in another forum. Similar to how I ask almost every single episode for you to come and continue the conversation in my Facebook group, by doing that in a webinar, you actually do generate far more engagement and far more buy-in for what you're talking about. And a webinar is a limited time experience, right? Like it's half an hour in my case, maybe it's an hour. That is a tight time frame, and people will bubble away on what you've discussed for a few hours. So give them the opportunity to come back. Now, in the context of a webinar, you need to make that quite specific. So you can say, I'm going to start a conversation about this particular topic in the Facebook group. Come and join and let me know your thoughts. Or upload an example and I'll give you feedback. So give people the reason. So these distinctions all come from, I think I've done this webinar series, the Speaking with Impact webinar. I think it's, I've done it four times now. And this one that I did last week was easily the best that I've ever done, even if I do say so myself, because it was so engaging, because I shifted away from just delivering information and really made it a, a conversation, a, a multi-way conversation. I think too, in a post-COVID world where we are far more used to online meetings, you, your webinar experience needs to mimic a meeting, there needs to be a sense of, oh, yeah, I'm part of this as well, rather than just receiving information. So to wrap that up, clear deliverable for your participants, keep it simple, ask questions, and then create space to, to continue the conversation after the webinar. Now, it's not going to be any surprise. I'm now going to say to you, Dear listener, I'd love to know about a time where you attended or delivered a webinar that was awesome. What made it awesome? What did the facilitator do that you went, oh, that was fantastic? Head over to the Facebook group, Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson. Yep, it's exactly the same name as this podcast. Head over to the Facebook group and let me know. Alternatively, if you haven't had the joy of attending an awesome webinar, 
Tell me about a webinar that you attended that sucked and what was it about it that sucked? And we can pull it apart because this is how we learn, right? This is how we learn how to do things better or to avoid the mistakes that others have made. So head over to the group and let me know. I think that's it. I think that's it for another episode. So I'm going to let you get back to your day. Thank you for joining. And um, I look forward to seeing you again next time. In the meantime, here's to confidence and here's to impact. I'll see you really soon.